That gospel reading today, it gives us a look, a glimpse really, as to how Jesus gives comfort to those who are suffering. Of course, it's not some abstract group. At any given time, that could be any one of us gathered here today. The poor, the hungry, those who weep. Each and every one of us sat in this room will have spent time in one or more of those states. It's impossible to look at these words and not to think of those who are facing debt, the energy price climb, the increasingly polarized society that we live in, loneliness, isolation, hopelessness seems to loom very large these days. But look at how Jesus reassures those who are listening to him. The kingdom of God. That's what he tells them they've got. That's not a small thing. That's not a free key ring and a bumper sticker. He tells them they're going to be fulfilled. And being happy, that's just the start of it. Jesus tells all who follow him to be happy when people push us away. Of course he was speaking to the people gathered at the time. But he's also speaking to us. He says, be happy if people push you away because you are mine, because you follow me. This is something, again, we're seeing much more of in this secular society. But Jesus, as he so often does, he offers comfort to us by reassuring us that we're on the right track, we're doing the right thing. He says, look, people before you, the trailblazers, the desert fathers, the ancient prophets, they were pushed away because they followed God. You're on the right track, guys. And then... Jesus addresses those who focus on themselves. He warns the rich, the full, the greedy, the vain, the self-obsessed, the great and the good of the day almost. Looking at today's society, we need to only look at the great and good of today. Celebrities, politicians, the mega-rich. What do they do with their positions of power and wealth? Do they seek the best for their brothers and sisters? Or do they try to beat each other to be the first person to Mars and buy Twitter? When we think of such selfless devotion to God and to each other, to the kingdom, it's easy, of course, for us to think of the saints. And today is a day where we honor all of the saints, both those and unknown, as we heard earlier. We give thanks for these men and women created by God, called by the Lord, led by the Spirit, to do extraordinary things. And of course, I thought I'd share a few very well-known examples. As we've just heard, the hymn there, St. Francis of Assisi, he left a life of wealth, privilege, party and pleasure in order to devote himself to Christ, to serve, to bless creation and all who he travelled with. And then there's a personal favourite of mine, St. Catherine of Alexandria. She was born of a noble Roman house. And at such a young age, I believe she was between 14 and 18, she protested against the discrimination of Christians under the Roman Emperor Maxentius. He asked eminent scholars at the time, pagan shaman, to come and argue against her conversion to Christ. She beat them all. 
and she used the gifts given to her to defend the rights of others. St. Augustine of Hippo, he was a terrible hedonist prior to his conversion. Indeed, he said to have prayed once, God, grant me chastity, but not today. Yet post-conversion, he's regarded as one of the greatest early church fathers. It's thought that he was the first person in history to propose the canon of the New Testament, which we can still find today. And then, of course, I couldn't mention the saints without mentioning the original bad boy, St. Paul, Saul of Tarsus, one of the best Christian hunters the Jewish authorities had at the time. Famously converted on the road to Damascus. If you don't know the story, Google it, it's brilliant. But in the conversion of Saul to Paul, we see one of Christ's greatest masterstrokes. He doesn't destroy, frankly, a very gifted enemy of the early church. No, what Jesus does is he turns Saul into an ally. St. Paul became arguably one of the greatest church planters and evangelists that there's ever been, offering encouragement and teaching on a massive scale. But my friends, what these saints do, what these four examples and the many, many others that I didn't have time to fit in here, is they show us that nobody is too far gone. Nobody is too much of a hedonist. Nobody is too rich. Nobody's too intelligent. Nobody's too dull. Nobody's too convinced that what they are doing is right for the Lord to be able to reach them. The saints, of course, are heroes. They're proof that when we fully trust in the Lord, there's no end to what we can achieve. The saints sought the best for those around them, as we hear from Jesus in the gospel today. And the saints, they faced hardships due to their striving to serve the will of Christ and to obey his teachings, to look outside of themselves instead of inwards. Something any Christian since the early church until, well, right now, today, in 2022, can identify with at one time or another. It's rough out there, folks. There's no getting around that. But here's the thing. Jesus never said it would be easy. He said it would be worth it. And St. Paul, in some of his other writings, shares that we all share a similar call to the saints. A call to follow, to obey, to love Christ. And this is why the saints are here. We can look to their inspirational examples. We can see what a life lived for the Lord can be. We're also told in today's gospel, love your enemies. That's arguably one of the hardest commands Jesus ever issues us. I know I struggle to follow that one sometimes. Jesus is encouraging us, though, to break the cycle. You see, if someone hurts us, if someone hates us, and we meet that hurt with hurt, or we meet that hate with hate, all we do is help perpetuate a cycle in which everyone is harmed. Jesus encourages us to be an example to others, to show our brothers and sisters that better is possible. And finally, my friends, our gospel reading ends with one of my favorite parts of the Bible. 
do to others as you would have them do to you. I would ask you to take away a thought with you, just based on these words alone. If you remember nothing else I've said, remember this. Imagine, my brothers and sisters, if just for one day, one week, one month, one year, the whole world listened, understood, and obeyed those words. Do to others as you would have them do to you. Amen.